Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hit and Run podcast, where conversation collides. My name is Robbie Alexander, and I am joined, as always, by... Natalie Dunn. Hit and Run, some more, episode three. And this is the first one that's actually taking place in summer. That's right. It's actually summer now. Because the seasons are just a whole lot of messed up. It's been summer for like a month now. All right. Does anybody actually go by the scientific summer? Is there anybody that goes through a majority of June and is like, um, excuse me, it's only spring out. (laughs) If we do, I can guarantee they have no friends. I'm sorry. Christmas doesn't occur in the fall, right? The whole holiday season. Because if that's the case, then it's fall four days before Christmas. And you can just get that crazy shit out of here. But it's officially summer for you scientists out there and that means it's time for the festivities oh boy you know we got a little bit of COVID going around still it's not out of the weeds but we can definitely do more than we did last year last year was pretty pretty locked up for good reason and if you're like me during that time you kind of forgot what what is there to do in the summer and that's what we're going to talk about today what the crap do we do in the summertime huh nat what do you do? What what are people doing this summer? What are you doing this summer? Well, we're actually going camping this weekend. Oh, see, I didn't even know that. That's <laughs> like I just it's like the topic just knew it needed to come today. Perfect. Where are you going camping? <laughs> we're just going to a state park, like just north of Columbus. Um, it's Nezzy's first camping trip. Ooh. So we're not going very far from home in case it goes horribly wrong. How far from home is it? Like 30, 40 minutes at the most. Oh yeah, that's a that's a so, trip home. In case she has a meltdown, we can come home. Do you anticipate her having a meltdown? Well, I don't know at this point because I was a little worried, but we've already encountered or not encountered, we've already tackled our first obstacle. Um, Just before we got on here, actually, it worked out that we needed to record later tonight because we set up our tent in the backyard and Mm. um, introduced Nezzy to the tent because we were very nervous about her being comfortable with the tent because it's kind of scary. Um, It's, you know, super new. And I was really worried, one, things that make weird noises make her nervous. And, you know, tents are kind of loud when you move around in them. They make weird rustling sounds like it's kind of a strange noise she's not used to. So I was a little worried about that. She did really, really well, though. Um, It took her some time to get in there, but we got in there with her and, you know, she came in. She got lots of treats. She did really good. She didn't bark Mm. at it, which I was also afraid of because (laughs) um, typically when she sees something big and unfamiliar, especially in our yard, very scary. Got to bark at it. And the only time she barks is when she's afraid. Like she doesn't bark really to like assert her dominance or like she doesn't bark when she plays. She only really barks when she's nervous. Like when we got our new grill, she barked at it for like two days. (laughs) So I was worried about the tent, but we let her sit at the back door and watch us put it up and she did really good. She sniffed all around it and then we coaxed her in and then we closed the door and we didn't freak out. I was expecting a meltdown when we closed the door, but we didn't. That I think that's a good sign going into the weekend because that was like my two biggest concerns were the tent and her being comfortable sleeping in the tent um, and not being kept awake by all the noises at night too. So we'll see how that goes. My other big concern is kids on bikes. She's very afraid of kids on bikes, like barks at them constantly and is very nervous and like strollers 
are scary. Anything with wheels, really, that's like, not a car, but like smaller, like a bike, a stroller, a scooter. Laden. Yeah, I, I don't know if she's ever seen rollerblades. So, oh, you don't have yours anymore? I haven't used them since we've had her. So she's never really seen them. So I guess we'll see. Maybe this will be what it takes to kind of desensitize her to those things, like just being around them constantly. Because I mean, there's always tons of kids on bikes at campgrounds. That was my next question is, were you going to be at a campground or are you like rough in it? No, we're just going to go to a campground. We're not really there yet, especially with Nezzy. Right. Um, we were actually just talking about this the other day. It's just a different kind of camping, you know, like backcountry camping that mm. like, we don't have the equipment for. It's, it's kind of scary. It's really hard with a dog too because there's so many restrictions about where you can take dogs for good reason. Um, it's more dangerous with a dog. It's especially with a dog like Nezzy who wouldn't really help us in like a bad situation. Right. Like she would not be protective of us or like defend us from a wild animal. She would be a, like a liability basically. Um, and just another like reason that backcountry camping would be difficult and yeah, a little scary. Um, it's something I'd like to do in the future, but it's just, we'd have to like learn how to do it. At least I would. Sam's done it before with Boy Scouts, but it's not something I've ever really spent a lot of time doing. So we would definitely have to really like learn how to do it. Now on this camping mm -hmm. trip. As we move along into the... So we've got camping down. Big summer ticket item, right? Will there be s'mores on this camping trip? <laughs> we were making a menu and I was writing Ooh. things down as I was like talking. You know, we were just talking through like what we could make, you know, because this is just a weekend trip. So we don't need anything crazy. Um, but we were just talking through like, oh, this is easy to do. This is a good idea. And I was just like writing stuff down as we were talking. And so we like decided on dinner and I was like, and we'll just need something for dessert. And I just like wrote down like s'mores question mark because, you know, it's camping. Just get some s'more stuff. And then like you a minute later. question mark out of there. A minute later, Sam goes, we're not making s'mores though. What? <laughs> what? Apparently it's too basic. Samuel, get the <laughs> fuck out of here. And also, that's what's great about a s'more. They're too messy. Oh, get some paper towels. <laughs> Rub some okay. dirt on it. This is this is Sam's actual opinion on s'mores. He thinks they're too difficult to eat and they're not worth the work that goes into them. This man <laughs> smokes meats now. <laughs> And he can't take the two minutes it takes to make a s'more. I just don't think he likes marshmallows that much. And so. Oh, gosh. The, but that's why you sandwich it. The effort. With the gram and the chocolate. Roasting it and then sandwiching it and then having to eat it and it being messy and sticky. He doesn't really like sticky or messy. So. Nobody likes the stickiness, but the s'more is <laughs> worth it. Well, to Sam, it's not. So I don't oh know what we're going to do for dessert, though, because um, we don't have like pie irons yet. So we can't make any of those kinds of desserts. So right. we might have to do like, have you ever done where you um, put like a banana and peanut butter and like mini marshmallows and like chocolate chips in foil and then put it in the fire for a few minutes? I have not. It's so that good. That sounds delicious, though. It's even better if you freeze the banana beforehand, because if you don't oh, freeze yeah. the banana... It gets a little too mushy, but if you do it's a like frozen a deep fried, banana, yeah, you yeah. deep fry like a when you do cheesecake, mm -hmm. you freeze it and then you deep fry it. Yeah, so mm, the banana's God. like perfect, Ooh. and everything else is melty, and you eat it with a fork or a spoon. It's delicious. It still has marshmallows though, but it's not like you don't have to include the marshmallows. Personally, I like it with marshmallows, but we could do, and it's like mini marshmallows, and you eat it with a fork, so it's better. Disappointed. We could do. You could do peanut butter, marshmallow. I mean, don't get me wrong. Any kind that of chocolate, sounds... you can stick candy in there. Like you can stick like some Reese's um, in in the banana. Don't get me wrong. That all sounds delicious. 
but the s'more is king. <laughs> What's your position on the s'more? I like them. I mean, yeah? I think that I honestly prefer just a plain marshmallow. But I think that I'm also in the minority of people who likes burnt marshmallows. Yes. Well, kind of. When it comes to the s'more, you'll give me that thing charred to a crisp. But if I'm eating just the marshmallow, lightly toasted. Lightly toasted. I'll take the char either way. Well, you and me are, yes, definitely in the minority. I remember... <laughs> A couple years ago, the last time I went and visited Jen, we did s'mores. And the freak out that not only Cody and Jen had, but also her father just roasted me over that open fire because I was charring my marshmallows. They were like, you're going to get cancer. All that black is carcinogens. It's like, I eat three of these a year. <laughs> Calm yourself. It was None of that matters when you're camping. It Yeah, just like the stickiness. It's worth it. It's not my now, opinion. Are you a s'more purist? Like, would you ever put, I've never done this, but I really want to, like the, the Reese's peanut butter cup s'mores. That'd be good. I mean, I told you about using the Girl Scout cookies as s'mores. Oh, you did. Oh, shoot. Now I'm hungry all over again. <laughs> oh. So s'mores, for the record, we're talking about this because it's a it's a summer to-do. I, I, I would have made them while you guys were here. Forced fed them. <laughs> Because it's summer. I don't think he <laughs> like, dislikes them. He just would prefer we do something else. All right, fine. Well, what else is on the menu now that that topic came up? <laughs> um, the first night, we're just going to do basic hot dogs. Um, you getting some Kogels? Do they sell Kogels? In, um, do you even know what a Kogel is? I mean, it's a type of hot dog. It's the best type of hot dog. <laughs> it is a Flint original, mm. and they're tasty. I mean, I've heard Can't of get it, better. but like not like I wouldn't say it's the best hot dog. Oh, it but is the best hot dog. I'm not typically a hot dog person, so. Well, next time you're up in Michigan, you get yourself a Kogel. I had my parents bring me frozen Kogels. My aunt that lives in New Mexico, if she comes home and visits in Michigan, she takes back frozen Kogels, and they only eat them on special occasions. Why? Because a Kogel is a specialty and a summer delight. Put that on the summer to-do list. So, so far, we've got camping, s'mores, and Kogels. Yep. We're making our own list. <laughs> That's that's what's that's what's happening in this episode. Seems that way. Um, we always devolve into food. I don't know how this always happens. Yeah, maybe we should just become a food podcast. Apparently, a, po a podcast where we argue about food because that's what really always happens. Well, if you think about it, even <laughs> our last episode, it was about cheese. I mean, yeah, we talked about the food dairy the industry. entire time. So I mean, people love food. It's true. Well, fine. We'll move on from that because <laughs> there's a whole other list of things to do I mean, we, for can, example, we can talk about food but i think that we have other things to cover we'll circle back around to the food oh, i've got a list of 100 from cnn okay well maybe not the whole list <laughs> well no this is if we run out of things that come to my mind because i've got a lot in here that i just bleh, need to barf out onto the summer to-do list okay. for example did you catch fireflies as a child or as an adult yeah. now do you call them fireflies or do you call them lightning bugs i call them lightning bugs good answer <laughs> Apparently that's a Midwest thing. I believe that. And like the coasts call them fireflies. <laughs> yeah, that was a that was a big one catching the fireflies. I remember one of the last times we did it because we had like the a bug catcher that we you could also put toads in, mm -hmm. but we'd use that for the fireflies. And there was like <laughs> it was like a fucking orgy <laughs> the one night. I mean, it was just firefly like a whole gaggle of them just going to town. <laughs> They're having some uh, summer night delight, let me tell you what. That's the last time I, I caught them. I lost my <laughs> appetite after that. <laughs> 
spot. I've had uh, I've had too many times I've I've walked up on an animal doing the deed, doing the deed. So fireflies, <laughs> it's haunting. Let me tell you what. What else did you do in the summer? What was you know summer vacation when you got out of school? That bell rang, papers flown in the air. School's out for summer, playing over the loudspeaker. You get home and you're like, okay, this summer's here, and this first week I gotta do this. What was we it? were always really big into camping. We never did any kind of like crazy camping though. We just really liked, we would always go just up the road to like the state park and just camp for the weekend. We'd always try to do like a um, Friday through Monday because Sunday night everybody leaves and you have the campground right. to yourself basically. And my dad always liked to, um, after everyone left leaves on Sunday afternoon, you walk around and collect all the extra firewood that people leave behind and then you have Ooh. a giant fire Sunday night. That was always what we did. That is a genius idea. <laughs> um, no, we were we were really big. Not like the most outdoorsy people. Like we again, we didn't go like backcountry camping or anything like that. But we were always camping. Um, when we'd go camping, we would usually rent like kayaks or canoes or something. Um, were you big into swimming? That's another big one. I spent a lot of time in that that dirty loon lake over by <laughs> my house and it was so worth it. Yeah, we did a lot of swimming, um, like going to the beach. I'm not like a huge swimmer. Like I'm not a very good swimmer, if I'm being honest. Oh, I look like a dying duck in the water, but I love it. <laughs> It's um, refreshing. <laughs> we had, I mean, in Howell, there's a little lake too, um, Thompson mm. Lake. And so we, you know, go there. And the state park that we camped at also had like a big open beach that you could go to. So we'd go there sometimes. And um, yeah, we do that. Uh, we didn't have like a pool or any like friends or family with pools. So we didn't do a lot of like that. But um, we did a lot of traveling in the summertime. I was always very appreciative that my family was not one of the families who just went on the same vacation every year, which like, if that's what your family does, that's fine. But I, I that's am glad did, that we I didn't it. do that because we, I got to see a lot of really cool places that a lot of people haven't been to. And I didn't go to Florida for the first time until I was 22. But I also like we my uncle lived in Wyoming when I was a kid. And so we went out to Wyoming and Colorado a couple times. And my grandparents used to live in Nebraska. So we'd go out to Nebraska to visit them or we'd go to Pennsylvania to visit my other grandparents or um, we went camping in um, Kentucky and went to Mammoth Caves and we went to um, we went up north to Lake Superior. And so we used to do a lot of different things like we didn't like to go to the same place twice. And so I really appreciated that growing up. See, my family was a family that did do the same vacation every year. And it was for half of the time when I was younger, we would do a week in Traverse City on the Traverse City Bay and we'd rent a cabin. Same, same, um, not exact same cabin, but like the, the cabin community, I guess it was called mm -hmm. same one every year I, I it was like clockwork you know spent most of the time at the beach but like tuesday morning we'd go downtown and go shopping wednesday we would do pirates park in the morning and then go to the beach and like i loved it mm -hmm. i loved it like there was just something about it It was the most exciting time of the year for me and then when we got older we started going to saugatuck still on the beach on lake Mich like actual lake michigan mm -hmm. not just the bay um, for those of you don't that don't know Saugatuck, that's not, it's like you go straight to, you go to Grand Rapids and then you just keep driving past Grand Rapids until you get to the lake. And that's where Saugatuck is. And then Trevor City is obviously more towards the top of the mitten on the west side of the state. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, it was the same thing. We'd go, you know, 
For Saga Tuck, we'd go into town on like a Wednesday night and do things like that. And obviously, every year we'd do something different or special. Like the one year we took a dune ride in Saga Tuck. The one year we went out on like one of those big river boats and it took us down the Saga Tuck River into Lake Michigan. But a lot of it was very consistent. A lot of it was spent on the beach. Mm -hmm. But like that just screams summer to me. Like I'm sure all of your trips like scream summer to you. When you look back, you're like, oh yes, that was the definition of summer. Mine was going to Lake Michigan or going to Traverse City Bay. Mm -hmm among other things, playing baseball and spent a lot of time at my uncle's horse racing stable. I mean, I pretty much grew up at that farm. Um, but yeah, the traveling in general, like obviously, you know, you had your type of travel. Mine was very different, but like, I think traveling is, is summer. That's when most families are able to. Mm -hmm. I was, when I was trying to go through the list in my head earlier today and I was like, what is summer? I didn't actually think about that. So I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> I'm glad you called me out too because uh, <laughs> rebuttaled. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. I'm no, just, no, I'm, I'm just pulling your leg. <laughs> I just appreciate that we didn't do that because I don't think I would have liked it. I think I would have been bored um, because some See, people you... like that, you know, like doing the same thing every summer. That's like, it's a tradition. It's consistent. You know, people like that. And I personally, I just really like doing new things and going to new places. And I think there are just too many places to go to the same places over and over again, you know? See, now that I'm older, I've definitely shifted into that mindset where like I have a ton of vacations planned moving forward and all of them are in new places. Mm -hmm. But when I was little and I still am like this with a lot of things like tradition across the board, whether that be holiday traditions, you know, summer traditions, like we'd go, we'd always go back to summer on the last day of school. It was a half day and we'd always go eat at the Blackburn's Diner, which was this little tiny diner. When Blackburn's closed, we'd go to A&W instead. And it was like just my my whole childhood and like I said even now still I like very much am tradition is instilled in me mm -hmm. and I love it but yeah I can see I can see both I I can see your side of the story now and I still you know mm -hmm. would I still want to go back to Sagatuck yeah. a lot <laughs> So. Now, on the other hand, though, because we weren't we didn't do those things, there are a lot of things that like most kids, especially growing up in Michigan, you know, there's so many things in Michigan and like there's there's things everywhere. But especially Michigan, there's so many specific things that like everybody does. And like I haven't done a lot of those things. Like I've never been to Traverse City. Um, I've really? never been to Mackinac Island. I've been to Mackinac City. Really? Um, but I went there with a friend like we planned a camping trip up and we camped at the very tip of the mitten, like right across from the bridge. Um. See, that's cool still, though. Yeah, that was super cool. We went to the Dark Sky Park. Um, I think you would love Mac. I hope you get a chance to go up there because I think you would adore Mackinac Island. Yeah, I'd love to go. But like I said, I didn't go to Florida until I was like 22. And that was to visit my friend who lived there. Um, I didn't go to Disney until 2019. And because our family just never did that. Right. Which it's just weird because I feel like be even though I had done a lot of really cool stuff, it was like all the stuff that all of my friends did, you know, like going to Disney, going up north to Traverse City. They had a cabin up north somewhere. Um, they've been to Mackinac Island 10 times like I'd never done any of that I didn't even go to Muskegon for the first time until um oh I've never been to Muskegon we camped there in 2017 like my mom and sister and I went it was pretty cool um I never really spent a lot of time on the west side of the state and the west side of the state is just so pretty it is we have the good side of Lake <laughs> Michigan yeah, because for sure. on the Wisconsin side, it's super rocky and just gross. Like people don't love the beach over there mm -hmm. in Michigan. We got the good sand. It's flipped, though, because then on Lake Huron, <laughs> our side's the rocky one because we're on the west. And uh -huh. if you go to Canada, they've got those good Lake Huron beaches. And then you go to the lake that I grew up going to, which is the worst one. 
Oh, you don't know Loon Lake. I, no, no I, I love Loon Lake. I mean, Lake. of the Great Lakes. I grew up going to Lake Erie. Oh. The worst lake. <laughs> I've never been. It's, I've never been to Erie. If you if you grew up going to Lake Michigan, don't go to Lake Erie. You'll be disappointed. Well, I got to go to that restaurant yeah. in the middle of the I lake. I guess that is one thing that we did consistently. My grandparents have, when I was really, really little, they had a boat in Port Clinton, which is in Ohio, but it's on Lake Erie. And then they didn't for a while. They moved out to Nebraska. Um, they moved back to Michigan. And then they, in a, like a couple years after that, they went back to Port Clinton. So they didn't actually have a boat there when I was like old enough to remember until I think like early high school. So we spent a lot of time there when I was like a teenager, but not like, I remember it a little bit from when I was a little kid, but my like most vivid memories of it are from when I was like a teenager. So that was one thing that we did consistently. That was just because my grandparents like spent their entire summer there. So if we wanted to see them, we had to go to the lake. So we've got camping on the list, traveling, s'mores, or banana and tinfoil with other deliciousness. Am I missing one? I feel like we had another one on Swimming. there. Swimming. Swimming is on there. Baseball traveling. is on there for a lot of people. Traveling. I think I said that first. <laughs> I kind of associate band camp with summer. That was still summer. Yes, that's true. It was like it's the end of summer. It was the last milestone of summer. Yeah, that's how you knew summer was ending and you had to go to band camp. Well, shoot. We'll save that. <laughs> We could do a whole freaking episode on Bandcamp. We should. But just know, just know that is summer. Horse stables is summer. Apparently Pumpkin had some great <laughs> summers that she wants to, to throw in on here. I also used to visit my grandparents in Indiana who had horses when I was growing up. So that was horses something we'd do. We'd go camping with horses. The best riding. animal. The best animal. That's right, Pumpkin. I said it. <laughs> should I get into this list? Sure. It's 100 fun activities to do. In the summer. So should we try and keep it to just like a generic yes, no, like I did that or I didn't do that? Well, I did a peruse through and some of these are pretty shitty, (laughs) but we're just going to kind of go through it. This was specifically made for the year 2021, updated 2 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Don't know why they're up that late. (laughs) On Saturday, May 29th. You know what that means? You were here when this list was written. That's true. So uh, let's see if they they tapped into the fun. Well, if you want to get specific. (laughs) Landscaping is also a summer thing, as I'm <laughs> finding out tonight. These guys have never been here. These guys have never been here. And they're like, oh, let's just bust in on the fun. Is We're going to persevere. You want to know why? Because this is hit and run. And you just kind of <laughs> got to roll with the punches. So here's some good old-fashioned fun. Uh, number one on their list, family game night. I think that's an all-year type yeah, of I thing. Yeah, I wouldn't consider that just a summer thing. I mean, I guess like like bonfires, like hanging out around the bonfire, playing games, like we used oh, to do that. Oh, that's true. But they're, they're but, talking about Monopoly. Oh, yeah, that's that's more of a winter thing. Like, that's what you do in the winter when you can't go outside. Right. So we're going to... I like that you said bonfire, though. We're going to put that in there. That's going on the list. Game night is not. Number two, we've got family movie night. Again, same thing. Yeah, that's an, that's still an all-year type of thing. Number three, family dance party, all-year type of thing. Number four, house or neighborhood scavenger hunt. Lame. Eh? <laughs> like I said, this list kind of sucks, so we're just going to fly it there. This is, like, five. this is more like a list of what to do with your kids in the summer when you're bored or when they're bored. I mean, the picture is a, a small child coloring with the butt of a marker <laughs> onto a pad that looks like it's cardboard. <laughs> Stock photos. Number five is create light. Make candles from scratch with yummy smells to give as presents. Candle making is also a winter thing. Now, this one is summer. This one's pretty summer. I've never done it myself, but face painting. Yeah, I did that for like Girl Scouts a couple times. Like I'd go volunteer and like paint faces. I wasn't very good at it. I did the really easy stuff. 
Dude, we were at Grant's farm on Sunday, which is like the Budweiser farm. Mm -hmm. It's just outside the city. And there are these two small children with their face painted. And not going to lie, I was a little tipsy at this point because since it is Budweiser owned, you get great free samples of the product. (laughs) So I was a little tipsy at this point. But the little boy, I think he was supposed to be a panda. He was the most frightening thing (laughs) I have ever seen. It was haunting what this child looked like. Number one, he was a child. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But no, it was, uh, I don't know if it's because the face paint was melting. I don't know. It's because I was, I don't know if it's because I was a little under the influence, but there was just a combination of things happening that I was not appreciating. (laughs) It was also super hot out. So that might've also played a factor. Dehydration was setting in. Number seven, do a puzzle. Again, a winter thing. If you're bored with your puzzles, trade with a neighbor. What if I'm bored of puzzles in general? I have a very short attention span. So puzzles like, you know, (laughs) number eight, Lego challenges. Also an inside thing. Number nine, what? Raise a glass to freedom. It's not what you're thinking though. I'm going to add to the list for having fun on 4th of July you know what I'm saying. But their ex- their explanation is sing straight through Lin-Manuel Miranda's Hamilton. Not for little kids, we get it. But you can pretty much sing your way through the entire musical. Little Kid Substitute, Mary Poppins, of course. Mary Poppins is set in like the late fall. I don't... There's nothing summer about Mary Poppins. This list is literally like, hey, if you're sick of your kids because it's summer and they're not in school, here's some shit to give them to do. That's what this list is. This list is broken up. So we're going into section two now. This is let's play outside. There's a little child who is soaking wet. There's like a bunch of straws just spewing water everywhere. And on the end of one, he's trying to grasp a water balloon. And I can guarantee you this thing's going to pop all over this kid. (laughs) He's also missing like his entire front row of teeth because he's at that age. I'm not judging. I'm just describing the picture. He's wearing a tie-dye shirt. Number 11, create a splash pad. Yeah, I did a splash pad a couple times. They're pretty fun. They're pretty fun, but then you're just kind of left wanting to actually swim. Yeah, we used to just play in the sprinkler. Oh, the sprinkler. Don't get me started with that. That thing's the bomb.com. <laughs> oh, yes. Hook up that sprinkler. Number 12, have a water balloon fight. Did you ever do water balloon fights? Not really. No? They are fun. That's not as easy as it looks, though. Like, even if you hit the person with your water balloon, half the time it just bounces off them and, like, yeah. hits the ground. <laughs> And then only half of that time it will break. Sometimes that doesn't even break. I mean, I've thrown them at a brick wall before and they're like, <laughs> but not like the good, E-h. like you want them to go like, <laughs> but they're like, <laughs> that's uh, your hit and run ASMR. Number 13, grow herbs, lettuces, and flowers. Did you garden as a child in the summertime? Yeah, we always had we always had a big garden. Yeah, we did too. We um we each got our own like flower box, me, Cody, and my sister Jordan. I don't know why I had to say my sister's name. She's been on this podcast before. She's our Taco Bell correspondent. <laughs> that Jordan. Yes. And we each got to plant our own vegetable. And I think Jordan switched hers every year. And we also planted some flowers in there. Cody always grew broccoli but it never actually grew because that was his favorite vegetable. I loved winter squash, like the kind you have at the holidays. Mm -hmm. And I thought that's what I was planting every year. I was not. (laughs) My mom wanted summer squash. (laughs) So she just pulled a fast one on me for pretty much my entire childhood. 
every Thanksgiving, I was just like, oh my gosh, this I grew this squash. And my parents are like, yeah, you did, son. Good job. And it's like, that squash, squash <laughs> I grew was eaten by my mom and dad summers ago. <laughs> It was That's really funny. It was a giant scam. Oh, my mom, she uh she cracked the whip. She uh she knows how to get what she wants. She was a that's the sign of a grade A mom though. Like kudos to you, mom. You're the best. <laughs> Number 14, welcome the birds. I know you won't be doing that. You don't like birds. I mean, I like them from a distance. Like I'll I I can't have a bird feeder because well because we have a dog and so we can't have bird seed all over our yard. But also so I tried to have a bird feeder. Did I ever tell you this when I tried to have a bird feeder at our first apartment in Columbus? Did the squirrels fuck with it? No. So my mom gave me this bird feeder and I was like, great, I'm going to put it out. We had like a fenced in little patio that we never used because it was like we just didn't. Um, mm. And I put this bird feeder out and this is when I was working like second shift. So I was at work from like four to midnight and I was at work like the next night, like probably just over 24 hours after I put this bird feeder up. And Sam sends me a, a Snapchat and the caption was just, the bird feeder has to go. And there were these four huge fucking raccoons on our patio. Oh, gross. Oh, gross. That's even worse. <laughs> That's even worse. Oh, gross. It was. Oh, no. Honestly, I thought it was hilarious because I wasn't there. But apparently he said Ellie got all like down and like sneaky by the back door, like the sliding glass door. Mm. And he was like weird. And then he heard a noise, like some kind of noise out there. And so he like flipped the light on and they all just looked at him. And he snapped a picture and he flipped the light back off and closed the blinds. Oh, gross. <laughs> so I took the bird feeder down the next day. And was that your Auburn Hills apartment? No, that was our first apartment in Columbus. Oh, okay. Oh, gross. <laughs> That's disgusting. I still have the picture. It was honestly like, it was kind of funny. Um, It was kind of funny because like the picture was, it looked staged. Like they were all just staring at the door. Like when he took the like picture. Like Sam was like, say cheese. Literally. She's gonna love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So let's not, maybe not welcome the birds. <laughs> Uh, number 15. This is a very 2021 thing. Smash the virus. They're not talking about getting the vaccine, though. No, this is make a coronavirus piñata. Fill it with candy and whack the shit out of it. They put whack the heck out of it, but I thought it would be funny. <laughs> I, uh, I work in blue, for those of you who haven't noticed. <laughs> number 16. Chalk art museum i love this one yes i spent so many hours drawing in the driveway and in the road when i say in the road i was like on this far like tucked away back road i didn't <laughs> it's not like i was going in the middle of like interstate 40 and drawing <laughs> but did you were you a chalk kid because i could get down with some chalk <laughs> Um, I mean, yeah, we had chalk. We weren't like super into it. We didn't live in a neighborhood with sidewalks mm. for a lot of my childhood. So we didn't have a whole huge canvas. Um, you didn't have a big old street like I did. No, our street was pretty narrow and there were no sidewalks. And so we really only had our driveway and there's only so much you can do in your driveway. And right. we weren't really like artistic kids. We were more like draw a huge fucking hopscotch and then not use it for and then wait till the rain <laughs> washes it away. Ooh. I, I have a picture. At one point, I drew this huge just doodle of a dude. <laughs> I mean, it stretched like half the street. I'm guessing I'd say about 15 feet tall this guy was. And I named him Big Mikey. <laughs> and I spent like 
two hours on him. I only colored in one thing, and that was his red spiky hair. And I was so <laughs> proud of Big Mikey. We, my parents snapped a picture of him, which was a good thing because it rained like a day later. Oh, no. But I was so proud of him. Yeah, drawing with chalk, that was, I could waste hours with that. I'm, I'm a doodle. I'm still a doodler, so I'm a dude doodler. <laughs> I, don't so have I, that, I, agree. I don't have that creative brain like you do, though. You do, though, because you're a comm major, which means... But I'm not yes. the same kind of comm major. What do you mean? You were the co-founder of Radio Feud. <laughs> You've done great trivia. You've come up with good topics. You came up with last week's topic. Those things you, just come to me. You, that's called being creative. <laughs> Listen, I will say, take this to my grave. Everybody's creative. I don't care if you're not there's different types of creative engineers are creative you are creative it's it's not just being able to draw <laughs> but also you are creative in that way i'm not but yes okay. we don't no go <laughs> no, no, just go, you go you just go <laughs> i'm not the type of creative where like ideas come to me like i need to go looking for them you know what i mean like i like i can't just sit down and like draw with chalk or like come up with an idea like they have to i have to go out looking for them you know what i mean like if you but say once- go draw a butterfly with chalk i'll go do it and like i can be creative with that but but that's 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 still creative though but like someone has to tell me what to start with like i need a starting point and then i can maybe be creative but i don't like i things don't just come to me (laughs) but all creative ideas are influenced by something most ideas just don't pop I can, at least for me, like, and I, I'm for everybody, like you are definitely influenced by ideas. You see something and you're like, oh, that's kind of an idea. And that, you, you kind of just go down this rabbit hole mm-hmm. and it pops up. So I will fight you on that. <laughs> but 16. Yes. Chalk. Amazing. Number 17. How much time do we have left? We might have time to like get through the outside list. Oh, food and drink. Never mind. Let's let's try to get to some food and drink. <laughs> Number 17, map the neighborhood. That sounds like fun, but I never did it. That's a good idea, though. Well, it depends on the neighborhood. Number 18, hike the park. Hiking and camping. We'll put that together. Number 19, let's have a picnic. Yes, I do love a good picnic, don't you? Mm-hmm. Number 20, outdoor game day. You can invest in a croquet set. Oh, ho, ho. yes, my childhood. Going to grandfather's and playing a round of croquet. <laughs> Underneath the pear tree. I wasn't very good at it. Cody was pretty good. Okay, I'm um, gonna I'm gonna express a minority opinion here, and I'm probably you don't like croquet. Get, no, it's worse than that. I'm probably gonna get slandered for it, but I don't care. Um, I think lawn games are stupid. Oh, get the fuck out of here. Specifically, don't you fucking say it. Don't you fucking say it. You now. know what I'm gonna say. Don't you say it. You are from the Midwest. You are not allowed to say this. I hate it. It's so stupid. I'm bad at it. What's stupid about it? I learned. Okay, it's not stupid because you're bad at it. No, it's not stupid because I'm bad at it. It's stupid because I just learned at my sister's grad, like her graduation celebration when she graduated from college a few weeks ago. There are rules. I didn't even know there were rules. That makes it even dumber. Every game has rules. There are so many rules. Why are there so many rules? It's just fucking (laughs) beanbags. I wish you could see (laughs) the motion that Natalie just did with the severity on her face. (laughs) Mm. (laughs) It makes me so mad. I think cornhole is stupid. I said it. You get out of here. Long games are amazing. No, you get out of here. Maybe there's a lawn game I haven't met yet that's not stupid. We're having a good time. Oh, But cornhole is stupid. Have you ever played Beersby? No, but I'd probably hate it. Have you ever played Washers? I think so. 
Have you ever played? I don't even know what that one's called. Never mind. You get out of here. You know what? That's a, that's officially going to be a poll. Is cornhole <laughs> stupid? The answer is no. You're going to have, you live I know, in the I'm middle of I'm probably going to get slandered for it, but I don't care. I'm putting it out I there. I can't. I cannot save you, nor do I want to. That is, you brought this on yourself. I will let's stand just do by a, that. Speaking of corn, let's just do a little bit of the food and drink section. <laughs> we'll do, pick a number between one and 10, because that's how many there are. Seven. Seven. Oh, this uh -oh. episode might go long. Number 21, cooking challenge. Yeah, these are kind of lame. We can get through seven. Number two, <laughs> <laughs> random birthday cake night. It doesn't have to be anyone's birthday to bake a cake and top it with buttercream frosting and eat it and share with the neighbors. Mm. Um, If I'm making a cake, I'm not sharing it with the neighbors. Okay, you know what? You know what summer truly is, honestly? Ice what cream. What summer is to me, yes, ice cream. Oh. But like specifically like going out to get ice cream and like having ice cream instead of dinner. Like that is summer. That's true. Favorite ice cream flavor. Honestly, vanilla. Like just a really good vanilla. I can't argue with that. Right. But I don't drink coffee unless it's like a frappe where like it's like basically a coffee shake. I don't like the taste of coffee enough to have coffee, right? Mm -hmm. Hints of coffee. Ugh. <laughs> Like espresso ice cream has become one of my favorite ice creams. Really? Although I will just say this is my, so my favorite, my go-to generic flavor is cookies and cream. We'll get that out there. We went to an ice cream shop the other night. We went to a big, like big ass pizza shop, like big slices of pizza. Very good. Right across was this little ice cream shop. I wish I knew about both of these places because we totally would have taken you there. <laughs> But I got, it was vanilla ice cream, like a good vanilla ice cream, swirled with fresh blueberries, mm. and then mixed with white chocolate waffle cone bits. Ooh, that sounds really it good. It was phenomenal. I would, and then I would die got, for a good waffle cone. It was so good. And then Hillary got like this sherbet mix. Like it was like a half and half. It was called the unicorn. I don't even know how to describe it, but it was so refreshing and so good. <laughs> and I think we end there. I think we're going to save the rest of that list for another episode. Maybe episode five, you know, another last episode of some more hit and run. Maybe we'll pull it up then. I think we covered good ground this episode and, tr and starting to break down that true summer experience. <laughs> Yeah, well, we might have to synthesize it a couple times. You'll have to listen to the episode a couple times. You'll want to anyways. I'm just saying. And do you know where you, do you know where we got to listen? You got to listen on all your favorite podcast stations. That's right. We're on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. We also post the episode on Facebook. And once in a while, we post other stuff. And we like talking to you guys on there. We we love the community that that we're making. And we, we so appreciate everybody that listens to the show. So so Natalie, oh, what did we learn today? We learned that I think I'm probably the one person in the world who thinks that cornhole is dumb, or at least one of very few. We also learned that all types of summer travel are great for building childhood experiences. And we learned that you don't have to be good at swimming to enjoy a nice beach. We also learned that it's going to be a very interesting weekend camping with Nezzy. I think she'll do good. We learned that if you're going to put a bird feeder out, check for those pesky raccoons. And we learned that even though they're messy, you can always go for some more hit and run. This has been the Hit and Run Podcast, and we'll catch you next time. You see what I did there? Yes, <laughs> that was <you> good. <laughs>